Welcome to Central Coast Chat, the podcast all about what's happening in the Monterey County area. I'm your host, Angelica Cabral, a reporter and podcaster with the Salinas Californian, part of the USA Today slash Gannett Network. This week, we're talking about the planning of the Halloween event in Salinas with the Recreation Department. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Vivian Salinas. I'm the Community Services Manager for the Recreation Park Division. And how long have you been in this position? Um, I've been I've held this position for the past like three years, four years already. And tell me a bit about planning for Halloween events. What do you have coming up, and what was that planning process like? Sure. So um, our Recreation Park Division has been planning um, Halloween in the park. Um, Every year, uh, Recreation does something, a mini carnival um, based around Halloween. Um, Usually our event is held at individual recreation sites, um, but because due to the pandemic, um, our facilities are still closed, so we still had to figure out how we can serve the community. And so last year was our first year putting something on where we had um, a drive-through Halloween event, and that was over at the sports complex. We had a drive-through, and kids were able to get candy bags and see the different decorated um, tents. And so this year is a little bit different. Um, We actually decided to have something outdoors again, but this time where the kids can come in and participate in Um, carnival activities, um, come dressed up, you know, they're going to be able to do a variety of activities. It's not a really big event or it's not um, like a full-scale carnival, but it's a mini-sized carnival. And so um, our team is pretty well-versed in how to put on um, a variety of events. And so when we get into the planning, you know, it's really about logisticals, um, logistics. And so Sherwood, Sherwood Park made more sense um, to have this event. It's a big, um, it's a big park, uh, plenty of parking space. Um, and so we're able to somewhat spread out. So we're hoping that the rain does not come on Saturday. Um, and so Either way, we'll have a backup plan um, for that. But, you know, every facility, every supervisor was able to come up with the specific theme that they were going to decorate their canopy um, for related around um, Halloween. And so um, they were able to do decorations. Um, They came up with their own carnival activity. Um, and we also threw in some added activities, like we're going to be giving away pumpkins. Um, we'll do a monster walk, some, somewhat similar to a cake walk, right? Um, except for they'll get candy. Um, there'll be a variety of tents. We hope to have the new bookmobile there. Um, we'll do some frisbee art and, um, hand out some, um, candy and some Halloween bags. And so it's a, it's a short event. It's only a two hour event, um, but we're hoping that, you know, our kids, our families are able to make it out and participate um, in, in this Halloween event, you know, something fun for them. I know it's been a little difficult these past, 
you know, year and a half. And so, um, you know, we, we want to continue to serve the community in some kind of way. And what is the backup plan if it rains? So the, since we're at Sherwood Park, our backup plan would potentially be to somewhat um, put us indoors, um, perhaps in the front lobby of the community center or the Sherwood Hall site, where it's easy to access, come in and come out, where we're able to run you know, our kids through. Our facility is safe. Um, it has an HVAC system, so it runs constant air. Um, and so that's one of our main um priorities and so making sure it's safe so that is one of the safe facilities so that would be a backup for us or we come right underneath um, the landing there between the community center and Sherwood Hall and we're able to actually prop ourselves up underneath where there's not there's you know overhang from the facility from the meeting rooms above so it would keep us covered. And tell me about how the event went last year. The event did well last year. Um, We had a great turnout. Um, Unfortunately, we couldn't um, serve everybody because of the amount, a lot of time that we had. Um, So we kind of had to close um, our gates a little, er uh, well, not early, but we had to close our gates right at time because a a different uh, event was coming in a little later. So we had to be out at a certain time, but the kids that did come through with their families, it was a drive-through. It was it was great to see the kids smiling, they were dressed up, parents decorated their cars. And so it, it, was, it was good to see so many smiling faces. And tell me about the process of, of planning an event, you know, maybe a big one like the ones for Halloween. How early on does that process start? Um, usually when we're, we're planning something, um, citywide or any type of event, usually we start at least anywhere from, um, two to three months prior, Hmm. just because there's so much, um, logistical things to think about. And so depending on what the event is, um, it, it takes us a few months to get it together. Um, and sometimes, um, we can put, you know, the team, like I said, is very, uh, you know, knowledgeable. We do this quite often. Um, so we can sometimes put something together, not too last minute, but, you know, within a month's time and we can get something out. Um, and how did COVID change the process of planning these events? COVID changed it in a way where we had to think about safety and safety is always our priority. Um, for us and so we always take that into consideration when we're planning any event um but more so now with covid it it it, safety was a major concern for us as far as you know how do we serve kids um especially because um they're so young um and you know how how do we how do we keep them from you know um how do we get them to come in, participate, and then still be safe and not go home um, catching anything, you know, whether they're, you know, the sniffles or whatever it is, because there's um, quite, a, quite a bit of people coming through. And so those are just some of the things. And, and we also follow the guidelines, which is the K through 12 guidelines. And so um, we follow the K through 12. And so to ensure that safety, 
um, that plays a major role in, in actually everything that recreation does right now. Do you have any other big events coming up, like for any other holidays? Um, I would say for at least October today, we're actually doing a kit distribution. Um, since our facilities are closed due to COVID, um, every month um, recreation has been putting together some like activity bags where they can, where they um, each individual supervisor focus on a specific activity and they will put together like an entire kit and then we put together this one bag that has anywhere from three to five activities, recreation activities. And then we hand them out at every facility. Um, so we have six sites, um, recreation uh, here at the Salinas Rec Center, El Dorado Park, Firehouse, Hebron Family Center, Breadblocks, and Central Park. And so all our sites will be giving away um, Halloween kit bags today from 3.30 to 4.30, they're free. Um, we will give away um, pumpkins as well um, as a surprise. We didn't put it in the flyer, but as a surprise to those who come in, we'll be giving them um, pumpkins while they last. Um, our supplies are limited. We only made so many bags, um, but it is free to anybody um, who would like to come in and get a free uh, kit bag. Wonderful, and you've been doing this every month? So we've been doing this every every month since last summer. Um, last during the summer break and winter break, it was a little different. Um, we probably did a kit distribution every week, and then when school resumed, we did it once a month. And so now we're back at once a month, and we'll be we'll continue to do this until next year May. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. New episodes of our podcast are on our website, and you can also listen to us on iTunes. Just search Central Coast Chat. For more of our coverage, check out our website, www.thecalifornian.com, and follow us on Twitter at Sound News.